thanks. That's all for today. Thanks, 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 that's all for today. Thank you, that's all for today. Thanks, that's all for today. Thanks, that's all for today. Thanks, that's all for today. Hello everybody and welcome back to Thanks That's All For Today, a podcast hosted by me, Harriet Mullen. I don't know why I have to say that with my arms in the air. If you could see me now, if they could see me now, you would be like, what are you doing? Anyway, here I am, coffee in hand. It's half past six in the evening, but we love caffeine. Here is my next episode and I have a lovely guest for you today, the gorgeous Effie Ray Dyson. Today, we chat all about Effie's top tips for a dance call, what it's like to have a sibling in the industry, and we discuss just how much success she has had with booking commercials. So before I run out of breath, here's episode five with the beautiful Effie Ray Dyson. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Thanks That's All For Today, a podcast hosted by me, Harriet Mullen. And today I'm joined with the very beautiful and very modest Effie Ray Dyson. It's so good to see her. I haven't seen her in about three years. I think the last time I saw her was in 2018, which is disgusting, but she's lighting up my screen today. She's a performer, singer, dancer, actor. She's been in commercials on stage, including Dick Whittington at the Horse Theatre in Crawley. I love that theatre. And most recently, she blew up on my Instagram feed in the Monopoly advert. I have to ask her later on a few questions about how she has such a great success rate with commercials. Maybe if I could borrow your face, that would be great. Uh, we have worked together at Children's Drama School in London a long time ago now, but it doesn't actually seem like three years ago. Doesn't at all. And we didn't ever work together, did we? Never. I just saw you on the training days and nights yeah. out. Apparently turning up in my active gear, coffee in hand and a panini, classic Harriet Mullen. And we both share a major love and respect for the late, great Amy Winehouse. We love her, don't we? Stop it. Obsessed, obsessed. It is the beautiful Effie Ray Dyson. Effie, thank you for coming on the podcast today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. That was the sweetest intro. (laughs) You have such a lovely voice as well. Do you just want to marry me, Effie? (laughs) I love you. I'm just bigging you up so much. No, it's so lovely to see you. Thank you for coming on. I can't believe I have not seen you in three years. Please don't tell me it was my 25th birthday that I last saw you. I'm sorry, but it was. It was. That is vile. I I know. I mean, I'm only 25 still, obviously. I want to play a game with you first. Okay. This game is called Audition Styles. So we're going to go straight in with a game today. We don't normally, but I just feel like, I feel like we're going to have a good time with this. If I do say so myself, I made this game laugh. (laughs) I can't wait. Obviously, you mentioned just then that you are a dancer. Do you have, this isn't a like, would you rather, this is just a general question in this game. Do you have a dance style preference? I do. I would say technical jazz slash contemporary. Oh, wonderful. What is your dance training? Uh, I went to Erdang. Lovely. Graduated in 2016. And yeah, I feel really old when I say that. But that's my dance training. Did three years there. And what did you do before drama school? Yes, I started dancing when I was six. 
all the way through till I mean college when I was 16 I did two years at Lewisham College where I did a BTEC because I felt I wasn't quite ready to go into you know full-time training at that yeah. point um and then when I was 18 went to Erdang did the degree course and then yeah Amazing. that's it so I didn't stop. and what would be your least favorite dance style if if they called you in and said this first round is this particular style or, or are you quite versatile I would say I'm versatile unless I'd say something like house or locking you know it's not really it's not really for me like popping and locking and jamming and breaking yeah yeah that's that feel. it's not really something you can blag I feel like any other style you can sort of pretend you can do it but um I have been in that situation I was in an audition and started popping and locking and I was just standing there oh my god you know if they asked me I'd go to high school musical I like to pop and lock and jam and break that would be me that would be me popping and locking that awful that's not a bit of me but yeah but you give it a good go I give it a good go can I ask you a question right this has turned into just story time now rather than the game but we will go back to the game having dance training from six years old then doing a b-tech then doing a degree how difficult are general musical theatre dance calls I mean like if you got called in for I don't know six or Jamie or let's maybe concentrate on the the modern pop rock musicals or a panto audition I would honestly say in a general audition the dances are never too challenging Mm -hmm. but they'll have components where you can really tell people apart so um sometimes they'll say and then we turn and they'll say you can either do a single a double or a triple so they kind of make it so anyone could get by but then they'll see who's a dancer dancer and who's a mover or a singer or anything but from Erdang I would say nothing is as hard as what we used to be told they were auditions are going to be but I think that's good like you're overtrained, and then you're kind of like oh this isn't too bad in the room brilliant what would you say for a dancer dancer would be a really hard audition, whether you've auditioned for it or not, like in terms of shows, because like I would say for me, I actually was a dancer first, but mm-hmm. uh, it's a confidence thing. I think dance, I yeah, think you've totally. got to, you've got to maintain that confidence uh, and not be self-conscious. But for me, Scylla had a dance call and that was something that I could do, but then you go to bring it on oh my god I just I couldn't even concentrate it was so hard I I nearly left but would you say bring it on would be a hard audition for anybody yes I auditioned for the bring it on tour the one that's happening soon and that was full out it was really hard in in a good way but it was like the whole room was all sweating couldn't see in the mirror because the mirror was so steamed up um it was a lot that was right before lockdown, actually. Well, that's been pushed back so much, hasn't it? Oh, so much. Was the audition to We Read For What We Love and When We Do... That song, the everyone uh, wants to say rewind that. And then it goes, Jackson, oh, here we... That was the facts. The first one was Do Your Own Thing. And then the callbacks were that one. <laughs> Did you have to do the claps in different... <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> Oh my God, I proof have... that I did audition for it, yeah. guys. Did you do the head thing? Yes. Except I did not look like that, Effie. <laughs> that was hard. 
that was hard. So if if you found it hard, I feel a little bit better. What is your top tips for, and we will go into the game, in a dance call? Where do you stand? What could you say for picking up choreo? What was your top three tips for a dance call? Okay, I would say on where to stand, it's quite hard because sometimes you can think, oh, I'll stand near the front. But when there's so many people in the room, you just sort of end where you end up. I would say for picking up, never mark the arms. So even if they're, even if you're just learning it slowly, do it properly so it's in your body as much as it can be. Because the second that music starts, you might think you know it, but you really don't. So um, yeah, I'd say that. And then I'd also say when it comes to freestyle, because I'm someone who I can't trick or do anything impressive. And sometimes that will happen. There'll be a few eights at the end and people will be back flipping across the room. And you can so easily feel a bit like, oh gosh, what am I doing? But don't think you have to do anything incredible. Like I just whack my hair around if my hair's out and big. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, but just don't, I don't know. I had, for so many auditions, I would really let myself go in the freestyle. I would do like a really strong dance call and the last eights have sort of be like, ah, oh, really apologetic. But I think just don't do that. Yeah. That is great advice. And where do you stand in a dance call? I try to stand second row from the front and slightly to the side because I feel like that's the best. If the person teaching is front center, that's the best place to see what they're doing, in my opinion. I'm not going to put that in the podcast and keep that to myself. I'm joking. <laughs> Noted down. Lovely. Thank you, gorgeous. Let's get on with the game because I've just asked you so many questions from that first question. Sorry about that. Uh, do you prefer to know the panel or not? Oh, I think it depends on who and how I know them. If it's um, I know them because I've regularly audition for them then that's fine but I think sometimes if I go in it's like someone who's taught me before when I was at college (laughs) it's a lot of pressure depends okay order of dance singing or acting call dance call first then acting I think and then singing lovely why that order because I can sing but I'm not the best singer in the world um I could be on an ensemble but I'm not going to be alphabet kind of thing so I always feel if I've danced first because I'm strong at dancing Mm. anything I do after that can be excused whereas if I go in first round and I'm singing and it's not great they'll be like why is she here but I feel like if I dance first I've proved myself and then I I don't believe you that you're not a strong singer I don't believe you I think you are like I said at the beginning the most modest person oh I just, I feel most comfortable with dancing though. That's the one I'm not, I won't be worried about it. Okay. Now, do you prefer advert auditions or theatre auditions? Theatre auditions, oh, for yeah. sure. Because I feel like with advert auditions, you don't really, sometimes it really is just what you look like. You'll go in the room, you'll do your eye dance. And then there's been someone, they ask you a few questions. Like, oh, how was your journey here? And then they say, oh, that was it. We just wanted to see what you're like. And that's the end. Mm. Um, so obviously that's great but you don't get to dance or I mean you do sometimes but not really I'd prefer to have like a full-out jazz call how many commercials have you done hmm maybe about six that's amazing what is your success story or like success (laughs) advice (laughs) this is your life I don't know but um Oh my gosh, my first advert audition ever. So my first audition out of college, mm. it was for Fridge Milkshake. 
and I was auditioning for the role of a girlfriend and they decided that I was going to be the girlfriend but they were still choosing my boyfriend I had to kiss six people in one day like that would never happen out of COVID oh (laughs) oh my gosh thank goodness I got the job but I left I was like what just happened oh Um, my goodness but since then castings have never been that intense wow yeah I know wild wow what a (laughs) what a crazy day (laughs) uh do you prefer singing 16 bars or full song full song yeah I feel like you know I want to tell a story I want to get into it I just feel like 16 bars come out of nowhere because obviously you're going to pick the end to show your range but it just seems a bit bit full-on sometimes I like to sing the whole song lovely treat them do you have a go-to song no I don't actually no no have you got like a a rep list that you go to or do you kind of change it up every time I have a list that I go to I like you know how to love me from when midnight strikes because I feel like it's a good yeah it's a good little almost empty but almost pop mm-hmm. and I feel like with my casting a lot of the time that's what they want me to sing like that's right. the style they want so it just works well do you find you get seen for one more than the other with legit and empty and pop rock jukebox what yeah. do you get seen for most pop rock is mainly what I get asked to sing and is that what you prefer no I prefer MT annoyingly because I feel like I'm not very diva-ish like if I was to sing my own song if I, if someone said okay impress us sing me a song I would choose an MT song yeah but obviously we're going in for I don't know dream girls or Tina or something they don't really want that they want to you know see you belt um in terms of taking the the job do you have any preference with like UK tour or West End or Panto do you have anything that you're like when I see that that's what I'd want to do or I wouldn't do I don't have a preference the only thing I wouldn't do is a cruise only because I'm terrified of water um I'm so scared like I can't do anything worse I couldn't even go on a cruise ship like as a holiday just you couldn't pay me enough I didn't know that about you but apart from that I would honestly do anything amazing uh do you prefer to choose your own material or audition with theirs I actually prefer to audition audition with theirs as long as there's enough time to prep it I like that takes the pressure off doesn't it it really does well I'm really sorry that we played that game for like 20 minutes and I asked you loads and loads of questions that were not written down I do apologize <laughs> let's go to story time now I've got to ask you a quick question the okay. fabulous Sheridan Smith follows you and your sister. Have you worked with her? How has this come about? Um, I have not worked with her, but she is the nicest woman. So basically, my sister did Funny Girl with Sheridan at the Chocolate Factory and then in the West End. And through that, I met, I actually met Sheridan Smith at a New Year's party. Wow. And yeah, she was just the nicest woman ever. And then she followed me first on Instagram. She hasn't unfollowed though. It's a great show. I love that. She's amazing. So talking about your sister, your sister's also a performer as well. And obviously, as you mentioned, she was in Funny Girl with Sheridan Smith. So was your upbringing very much based around theatre? Did you both just grow up wanting to do it in the industry or did you see she was doing it or she saw you were doing it? What was the the kind of correlation between growing up and the theatre? 
So she started dancing and I used to do football. I used to be like, oh, I don't want to do ballet. I used to do football every Saturday. And then one day I was like, mom, I just want to go to ballet today. Then joined, never looked back. And then I think I probably did copy her slightly, but I also loved it. Mm. Not sure where it came from because we have the most non-pushy mum you'd ever meet in your life who does nothing to do with theatre or dancing or performing or anything like that um so it was very much driven just by my sister and I amazing is it so nice to have a sibling in the industry oh my gosh it's so nice and I'm so proud of her she's doing so well and it makes me so happy she's a hand model as well she is a hand model I mean how do you get that job? That's amazing. You two have just got the like the gift of getting commercials. But her hands, it's the weirdest thing. Like, if you look at them, they're actually beautiful. They're wow. so, they're like double the length of mine. They're so long. She has the longest fingers ever. Did she do something for Charlotte Tilbury? Or, yeah. Yeah. She's holding their Christmas collection. Oh my yeah. gosh. I, I know. Wow. Amazing. I've never met a hand model in my life. Um, who would you say inspired you when you were younger? I mentioned earlier about obviously our shared love for Amy Winehouse but who would Uh, you say if anyone who inspired you when you were younger okay this might sound so weird this is actually really weird but did you ever used to watch the programs you know the Andrew the Andrew Lloyd Webber programs where he'd find um how to solve a problem like Maria yeah that program I was obsessed like I was so obsessed with it it was unbelievable I love the Nancy one as well yeah that one too just Mm. all of them and I think because I was about, I don't know, it must have been about 10 or 9 mm. when those first started um, popping up. And I just used to be glued to my TV. And I think that's because until then I just danced. And I think that made me really want to do musical theatre. They were really good. I went back and rewatched them recently. <laughs> and there's so many famous people in the um, Nancy one. Rachel Tucker's in it. Like, no, like Samantha Barks. Samantha Barks, yeah. It's just absolutely amazing seeing all these people. Like, I just couldn't believe it. I I loved watching it. And yeah, I thought it was a great format. If only they would bring it back now. Let's play a game. Let's play Rituals. Okay. Who do you call after an audition? my sister every time have you ever auditioned with your sister by the way oh my gosh yeah it was the worst experience of my life only once and it was the worst thing ever why so bad so it was for frozen and we both did the dance call and then we both stayed to do the singing and I have this thing where I'm quite lazy so I just copy her rep and my sister's always like Effie you need to get a better rep like think of songs that really suit you whatever but I was like oh it's fine whatever so I have the same not the same rep as her but a few songs that are the same mm-hmm. obviously our surname is the same so we went in and she was before me sang Stranger to the Rain from Children of Eden is amazing left and then I go in straight after her I'm like hi I'm Effie I'm gonna be singing Stranger to the Rain from Children of Eden <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just so embarrassed in my life like it wasn't awful but I was just like why have I done this and that was the kick I needed then I left and got a rep together oh my god did they, did they say anything no yeah they laughed oh <laughs> I was like great here comes the little sister copying the big sister <laughs> yeah, literally and we looked the same as well it just it wasn't <laughs> I would have loved to have seen you both in Frozen. 
Have you seen it? I've, I haven't seen it yet, but I'd love I'm to see it. Same. I'm exactly the same. Let's go together. I was just going to say, maybe we should. Let's go Let's do, do that. Frozen date. I'd love that. Um, so I wrote down great success rate, your commercial audition tips. Do you Ooh, have any? I would say, goodness. Sorry, if that's a rubbish question. Oh, no, it's not a rubbish question. It's just I don't really know. Oh, don't be embarrassed because they'll ask you to do the weirdest things. And I honestly think sometimes they do it for their own entertainment when they've got a long day of seeing hundredful. So just go for gold. Like I had to crawl on the floor once and bark at an imaginary dog that wasn't in the room. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Give it everything. Was that your favourite audition ever, Effie? Yeah, I loved it. Wow. Well, what was better, crawling on the floor and barking or kissing six people in a day? <laughs> oh, the barking, of course. <laughs> okay. Are you a keep it a secret person when you get an audition or tell all? Keep it a secret always. Unless there's someone else that I feel like needs to tell their agent to get them in for it. I'm not like, I don't gatekeep them, but I wouldn't be like, oh, guys, I've got an audition. Um, I shouldn't like to jinx anything or mm. you know oh I've already asked you this where do you stand in a dance call I've already asked you that question god I'm so on it um, do you have any outfit go-tos this is specifically for a dance call as well because I'd love to know what you'd recommend to wear in a dance call I would say always a crop top and then recently I've been doing crop top and shorts and I just think it's it's great it's a great um because you don't get too hot but then it's figure hugging and they can see what you look like and then you can wear a really bright crop top which is important yeah that's it obviously you want to stand out and I also I kind of wear the same thing to every audition just a really nice line off the top where it cuts off your arms makes you look quite muscular you can see your back shorts don't ride up and then that's it I don't have particular trainers I just change those around what but kind yeah. of a heel would you recommend if you had to wear an audition, had to wear an audition, had to wear a heel for an audition? I love a Laduca, my little tan coloured Laducas. Can't go wrong. Lovely, lovely. Okay, well, I want another question for you because I've already asked you one. So what can I ask you? Oh, do you and your sister have any superstitions for auditions or like oh. anything that you definitely do? I don't know if you does. I definitely always, I always have a hairband on my wrist, which... I guess could look quite unprofessional, but I have a lot of hair and there's nothing worse than, even if you think you've got the tightest ponytail known to man on your head, you just don't know. And you don't want to be in a situation where your hair's in your face and affects your audition. So I always have a hairband and someone else around you will always need a hairband as well. Like it will never end on your wrist. And I think that's good. That is a great tip. I have been in an audition without a hairband before. So where were you? Where were you? No one was helping me. Uh, in terms of like drink and food, because I know you're really into your fitness and I know that some dance calls are so long. What would you recommend or do you have anything that you would definitely eat or do or drink before the audition and then after? So I actually have an answer to this. I always have oats in the morning, protein oats. And then before the audition, I would have a banana because I just feel like, slow releasing you know mm -hmm. it's good for you but then I would have something like a LucasAid sport I'd also I'd have water but sometimes if you're dancing you know you're going over the dance so many times and you just need that boost a LucasAid sport orange amazing and then what about afterwards oh pizza, pizza. 
Oh, great answer. So let's go on to our final story time before our final game. I want to know two things. What was training like for you at Erdang? Uh, you mentioned briefly about it really sort of over-preparing you for auditions. But in terms of being a dancer first, was that the right school for you? What was it like? I think it was definitely the right school for me. It was just so much fun. It was very intense. Very, very, very intense. So I obviously did a BTEC before mm. and we would dance every day, but nothing could prepare me for <laughs> the intensity of going to Erdang. Um, but once you're settled into the routine, I think it was just great. But I would say for me, I'd had jaw surgery right before first year. So mm. I kind of missed out on singing for a whole year. I had so many problems in my mouth, like honestly couldn't open my mouth at some points, um, <laughs> like in and out of hospital. I had no idea. Yeah, it was great. It was not a good time. So I felt very behind on singing and singing was obviously the thing I was least confident with in the first place. Mm. So that did that. But then in second year, I kind of caught up to everyone. But yeah. And third year was great because you do a lot of dance for auditions. So they'd give you a musical and be like, on Friday, you're going to audition for Mamma Mia. And then you'd have to go dressed as what you would wear. They teach you the real audition dance and then they say who they'd hire at the end. Wow. Um, so in third year, we had singing for audition and dance for audition. And we had that every single week. What a yeah. great module. Yeah, so that was really, really good. I mean, quite scary, but good. Yeah, I'm, I can imagine. I would have been nervous every single week for that. But in terms of prep, that's amazing. Exactly. Invaluable. Yeah. yeah. Wow, so amazing. I left and had auditions. A lot of the time you'd already know, you'd learn the audition dance for big shows that don't change it kind of thing. So mm. I think that was really I think that's amazing that they do audition prep because it is, it's so important. And I think you can be the most talented person in the world, but if you don't know how to handle your nerves mm. in the audition, then you're just, you're not going to get the job. Definitely. Mm. Maybe I, I mean, I would never have got into a dang, but I was just going to say, maybe I should have gone there. No way I would have Oh my gosh, I loved it. That was such a, a fake confident moment. I was like, oh, I should have gone. No, 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 no. Let's talk about uh, a standout audition story for you. It can be your best, your worst, your funniest, your loveliest. An audition where you you got told a yes on the day or, you know, whatever you want, whatever you want. Tell me. I would say maybe an audition for Lion King tour. Mm -hmm. So I've auditioned for the Lion King so many times. I feel like most people that fit that casting have all auditioned every single year for about 10 years. Um, but this time it was for the tour and on the day I got down to the last four girls and it was just amazing because I, I didn't get the job in the end but having it was like this American woman I can't remember who she was um, but there was four of us and in the last stage of the audition we just basically had a one-on-one -on -one class with her just the four of us and her and I learned so much it was scary because obviously you're in an audition yeah. but it was just it was such a confidence boost because I, I was in a bit of a phase where I was like, oh, I'm just not getting anything. I'm not getting recalls. haven't got a job. And even though I didn't get the job, it just mm. really pushed me. I felt like I could do it. So even though that's not oh, one where amazing. I got, that's my favourite audition. 
Yeah, because it's like a workshop day, isn't it? That you actually get something out of rather than singing 16 bars and getting cut first round. Not yeah, you. I have no back. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that was you. But actually you get something back from it, which is what I quite liked about drama school auditions. You could end up being there nine till five and you've had a free workshop day. That's the thing. I really do appreciate when auditions, they give you a chance. You don't just get there and cut you because that happens quite a lot. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your story with me. I would love to see you in The Lion King. I love The Lion King so much. It's literally my dream job. Have you got a list of dream roles or is that like the number one favourite? That's actually the number one. Anything else would be great, but I would just love to be in The Lion King. Have you got a specific role that you would love to play? No, I don't. Obviously a dancer, not mm. the dancing singing track, but I would happily be any of those. Let's play a final game. It's called Have You Ever? Have you ever been to Harriet Mallon's birthday? Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> so we are, before we do your advice section, we're just going to play a little game. I've got five questions for you. Probably already asked you them. Uh, have you ever been late for an audition? No. She's on time. I'm, I'm that person. I'll be there so early because I'm so scared being late. So no. And you get up so early for the gym. So you're probably there like super early. Uh, are you a morning person, by the way? Is that why you can get up so early? No, I have to force myself. I'm a night owl. I get to bed at like 2am every night. It's not great. Um, have you ever been on a panel? No. Would you like I mean, to? You know, I feel like I'd feel really mean. I want to give everyone the job. The success rate on Effie's panel would be like everybody's <laughs> in the <this> show. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Uh, have you ever got a job without an audition? Yes. Can you tell us what job or not? Yeah, well, I guess technically I auditioned, but I'm doing Panto this Christmas. But um, I've already worked for the company, but they just asked me back. So I guess that's a job without an audition. That's credit to you, though, getting rehired. Oh, thank you. We love getting a job without an audition. Have you ever gone into the audition and known the panel? Yes. And was that scary or was that quite nice? Um, I think scary because I, I knew them through my sister. So I was going in there knowing that I was Joelle's little sister and she was already like in their show. So <laughs> not that nice, but comforting. And have you, oh, I've, I have already asked you this. Have you ever auditioned with your sister? But in the sense of you two being together in the room at the same time, yeah, we, we did a self-tape for Casualty and it was the funniest thing ever because <laughs> <laughs> the role was to play these sisters that had been, um, I don't know, in some sort of accident where they were trapped together. So we're trying to act this out on her sofa over <laughs> lockdown. It was the funniest thing. And also my friends in Casualty and when we got sent the scene, it was a scene with him. And we're like, oh my gosh, imagine this would be the funniest thing. Um, we didn't get the job, so that's unfortunate, but. It honestly would have been hilarious. And it was hilarious. Is it nicer to audition with her, though, than any other actor? Like, I can imagine, I mean, not shading anybody else, obviously, but I can imagine acting with your sibling is just so much fun. Honestly, so much fun. But I feel a lot of pressure because I like, look up to my sister so much. And I'm always like, oh, I just don't want to let you down. <laughs> 
because she's so on it. So if we self-tape together, we'll always be at her house and she'll have the whole setup, like the lights, the tripod. And I'm just there like, oh, I hope I don't mess it up. Oh, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. I would love to see you two in something together. Oh, now, obviously, I can't relate to going to drama school, but did you find when you were graduating, when you would graduated, did you find you used to go to auditions with friends? I think I always used to go on my own, but I used to get to an audition and know everybody. Yeah. It would just be my class from college kind of thing. Um, but no, I don't know why, but I feel like I have to be in the zone. I have to really concentrate. Yeah. I can't hang out with people, not in a mean way, but no, just in no. a I'll no. psych myself. No, definitely. I'm, I'm the exact same as you. And final question. Um, have you ever had multiple auditions on one day? Only once, I think. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think I was at an audition for Panto and then had to leave for a Saturday night fever audition. And it was so stressful because I had to leave the Panto work like halfway through it. Um, yeah, but only once. I, I would like to think it only happens once. Yeah. It's too stressful, isn't it? Okay, so our, our final section is advice. Any advice, any do's or don'ts for theatre, MT, commercial, panto, anything that you can pass on to our listeners? I think the main advice I can give, it's not really a do or don't. Well, I guess it's a don't, but don't overthink anything. Like I'm really guilty of, say it's a Monday and I get an audition for Thursday. I will start panicking on Monday, but then whatever happens on Thursday, it's going to happen anyway. So why ruin your week? Why be like, oh, I can't eat that cookie because I have to wear a crop top on Thursday. Like it's not going to make a difference. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, learned this recently and I was really panicking and I called my sister and I had an audition in a few days and I was like, oh, I'm just really worried. And she was like, why are you worried? She was like, worry the hour before the audition because whatever happens is going to happen. So yeah, that's my main advice because you can really, really get in your own head and you'll just psych yourself out. That's so, yeah. great advice. Personally, for me, that is uh, probably the most important advice. Worry the hour before. Because I before. am the same as you. I'm already worrying. Yeah. And you never get those those days back. And it is it should just be like part and parcel of your job, shouldn't it? Exactly. Thank you so much for your time and brightening up my laptop screen, looking so beautiful. Before we go, please, could you just sign off the podcast by saying thanks? That's all for today, however you want. Thanks. That's all for today. <laughs>